Take a look at these kids. Take a look at these kids. Take a look at these kids. Take a look at this corn. In Stephen King's Children of the Corn, he introduced you to evil from another dimension. Now, the children are back for their terrifying conclusion. It's corn kids all over again. This week on King Me, Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice. King me. King me. King me, baby. Uh, welcome to King Me, the Stephen King movie podcast, unofficially. Right. I'm Dan Gagliardi. Well, the official podcast of, of King me. me. Of course, of course. I'm I, Rob Avon. Uh, <coughs> Rob, you sound horrible. <laughs> I feel great. Thanks for coming. You sound like shit. <laughs> uh, I'm, is, I'm ready to talk about this terrible movie. Uh, me too. Terribly great movie. Me too. Before we do, there are a couple of bits of business I want to get out of the way. First of all, uh, if you're keeping track, this week's Talking Heads song parody intro was Born Under Punches. Uh, he just says, take a look at these hands yeah. a lot. And that's why I was going for it. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it reads. Other thing I want to say, you know, uh, if, you'd, if you'd be so kind as to, uh, well, provided you're enjoying the show, <laughs> please go over to our iTunes page and rate and review the show helps other people find it fans of Stephen King fans of horror movies fans of movies in general and uh, you know I like to say that if you would uh, do it in Stephen as Stephen King himself the master of horror himself <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's ideal those are fun we'll read it on the air we don't have one of those but we do have one from a friend if you'd like me to just read it oh yeah please yeah. I, I, I know did you read this I did but yes. go on uh, uh, it's from Richard Dweck. Yep. The the title is Hard to Be Impartial by Richard Dweck. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a byline on his review. Kind of feels like he's trying to steal our thunder a little bit. I feel threatened. He says, since I know the host, it's hard to be critical. Dan and Rob have very good chemistry. I wish the episodes were longer because I enjoy the chemistry of the riffing. And that's all you need in a good podcast is chemistry with guests or hosts. So there you go. That's chemistry. Yeah. Do you feel that way? That we have. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> each other's sentences. See? <coughs> yeah. What? We finish each other's <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did start this episode by saying you sound like shit. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I'm grateful. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, maybe no. not so true. Thanks, Rich. So we're uh, we're talking about Corn Kids 2, the yeah. much-anticipated sequel to Corn Kids. Right. Uh, we were hoping to get Sean Thomason on. Could not because of a, a scheduling issue. Oof. Sorry, Sean. Sean, if you're out there listening. Sean? Hey. Sean? Shunny? It's me, Dan. And that's what I want to say, so you know. It's your friend. <laughs> it's your friend from before. Uh, well, But hopefully we'll have him back for three. He did watch the movie. Did he? Yeah. He, what did he think of he it? He really swindled us. He was yeah. like, oh, I'd love to do the show. Send me a copy of the film. <laughs> and he just got a free movie out right. of it. He got a screener. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do watermark them before yeah, okay, I send them good. out to people. Yeah. So if you bootleg it, Sean, you we know it's you. You can expect to All see right. a semi-opaque picture of our dicks. <laughs> That's the watermark. So anyway, yeah. 
Corn Kids 2, The Final Sacrifice from 1992. <laughs> the Final Sacrifice. This is the second movie of in eight? a series of eight. <laughs> I think there are eight of yes. them, yeah. Also, let's get right into it. Because I, right. I, I don't know when this movie is supposed to take place in chronology with the first movie. It seems like it's supposed to be like right after. But also, how can it be? There are still adults... Oh, wait, they're from the neighboring town. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Mm, still not adding up to me. No, nah, no. No, because, like, the way there was no neighboring town. That was the thing about Gatlin. The, right. We're back in Gatlin, Nebraska. We're in Gatlin, but what? what's the, the name of the town? The main of the Midwest. Gatlin. No, there's another. The, the, town the that, neighboring town? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's Lincoln. something. Yeah. <laughs> it's Lincoln, Nebraska. It's Lincoln, <laughs> the metropolitan center yeah. of Nebraska. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I forget why. Is it a funny name? No, it, it's a name that's very forgettable. Is oh. the, <laughs> the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't grab you at all. No, no, it doesn't matter. So basically the setup of this movie then is, uh, that the, the horrors of the first movie have transpired. Right. Um, and we all remember those horrors. Oh, what horrors they were. Yeah. There was a Bugs Bunny. There was a dance sequence there, with, with Linda, Linda uh, Hamilton. Ha- oh, is it set in Hamilton, Nebraska? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's set inside of Linda Hamilton. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Hey, that's a different movie. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I was being, Rob was shaking me <laughs> by the tummy. He picked me up by the tummy. Just shook me. <laughs> so... Yeah, this this takes place shortly after the events of the first movie. Right. Uh, we have an investigation by the local police force. Um, who who directed this movie? Who cares? It's uh, it's who, David Price. Why? How can I care? Why has he directed something else? Uh, I can't imagine. Look at his IMDb picture. He just looks like a chill guy who loves to hang out. It's very. He's very sunburnt in that picture. I guess it was this was Just taken came back after like a, from shooting this a, movie. A vacation, yeah. maybe. <laughs> he went to Margaritaville. <laughs> oh, he was a producer of Leprechaun. Ah. He also directed 1995's Doctor Jekyll and Miss Hyde. Ooh. Yes, starring Sean Young, a true Miss Hyde. Oh boy. Uh, Tim Daly. No one. Uh, oh, Stephen Toblowski's in it. Harvey Firestein. Wow. Stacked. Sean Young and uh, Jeremy Piven in um, in uh, Blade Runner. Mm. She is quite beautiful. Yes. Apparently, she's also a terror. She is no. Apparently, a handful on the set. <laughs> um, he yeah. He has not directed. He's a producer as well. He did yeah. write Doctor Jekyll and Miss Hyde, so he's got oh, well, a writing credit. Good for him. Good for him. All right, this movie is starring Terrence Knox. That we got. It, that's it. That's who it's star. That's the star. <laughs> <laughs> that sweaty fake Baldwin. Oh, what a yeah. what a. He also looked like a Koopa from the live action Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, he, he really truly did. He he looks like. Um, he looks like a Baldwin cousin or something. Mm. He looks like uh, who's the worst one? More, he's Daniel. A, he's a bald loss. Oh yes. Oh, so David Price, um, according to his IMDb, uh, was it profile thing? His little bio. Yeah. You could almost say that David Cr- 
Price's career began at birth. Price is the son of former Columbia and Universal Studio president and producer Frank Price, whose credits include uh. Ghostbusters, Gandhi, Tutsi, Out of Africa, and grandson to television pioneer Roy Huggins. Now, I don't think I need to explain to anyone listening to this show who Roy Huggins is. Right, Huggy Bear to his friends. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. The Royal Hug. Uh he was a, he was responsible for Maverick, The Fugitive, and Seventy Seven Sunset Strip. Now I don't think I need to remind anyone what Seventy Seven Sunset Strip was. Right. So David Price, he's a he's a legacy. Yeah. You could say he reeks of legacy privilege. <laughs> 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 and if you want to understand that joke, you will have to go on YouTube.com and watch Harambe the College Years. Ah. Just Google Harambe the College Years. Yeah. It's the only thing that comes up. Uh, and that's just some SEO. Uh, that's good SEO on right. my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I don't know. So Corn Kids 2. Whatever. <laughs> Corn Kids 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold, stars <laughs> a false Baldwin, um, a weird-looking child who's, like, yeah. supposed to be hunky, but his face is, like, it looks like he got hit. Wait, his the, son, right? Yeah. Emilio Estevez? Fake Emilio Estevez. Fake, fake Estevez, yeah. Paul, whose name is Paul Shearer. <laughs> <laughs> it is Paul Shearer. <laughs> Which, I don't know, he does not seem like a heightening of Paul Shear. No. He's, he's just like a standard blonde sort of cookie cutter looking he, kid. He looks like like this, what year is this from? Did we say that already? It's uh, from 1992. 92. Yeah. The, he looks like he belongs in like one of those... Uh, like skateboarding or BMX bike movies from yeah, that time. Like period. when the writer doesn't know anything about skateboarding or BMX culture. Yeah. 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 And like, not like me. I know a lot about BMX culture. Like, <laughs> like when there's a group gang of skateboarders. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all wearing pads. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're bullies who are, yeah. uh, who care about safety. Yeah. 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 Um, so the dynamic, yeah, this is a father son team between this fake Baldwin and this fake Estevez. Um, wow, a couple of phonies from Hollywood royalty families. That's right. That's really that's really something. But their dynamic reminds me a lot of the father and son yes. from Return to Salem's Lot. I know. Uh, a lot. Art, yeah. It's, well, it's just Lot. Yeah. Oh. Return to Salem's Lot. Just Lot. Yeah. Oh. Return, really? well, oh. yeah, Return, Return to, to Salem's, Salem's Just lot? lot. No. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Third base. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they were, he's like... The the, uh, the fake Baldwin is the estranged father, and uh, right. we and we don't know why they're together. No, like they never ever say, right. ever. We no. never find out. Why we never find together. out why. What happened to the mom? Like he's. I, well, I, I pulled the clip here, um, of their little interaction at the beginning, or at, the one where they like get into it on the porch. No, not not the porch. That's because that's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Here we go. So turn it down. Yeah, pause it real quick. Oh. Okay. The the setup for this scene is it's worth noting that the dad is mad that his son is loudly he's got the radio oh, yeah. blasting to listen to what would you guess? Perhaps a rock and roll. Perhaps <laughs> a funk rock fusion like the red hot chili peppers. Sure. Perhaps a reggae rock fusion like 311. No. He's listening to an evangelical sermon. Yeah. And his dad's like, Would you cut that crap out? Yeah, and it's he, very weird. He's like Turn it down. Yeah. And he switches the channel to a different evangelical <laughs> sermon. And and he, and he just, like, leaves it. Yeah. And, and then the father. And then he's screaming because his kid doesn't know how to work the radio. Yeah. 
fucking driver. <laughs> Did your mother teach you how to talk like that? Only when your name came up. Ooh. That's real funny now, isn't it? Look, my ass is on the line here. I don't know if you know that or not. I don't. If I mess up this job, I'm screwed. You understand what I'm saying? What? Do you want me to apologize again? Is that it? I'm sorry, John. I missed my flight. Start by calling me dad. <laughs> yeah, right. Why would I want to do that? Oh, God. Give, <laughs> oh, oh, you think I some backstory. feel grateful just because you usually remember my birthday? Is that it? I mean, it's not like you suddenly called up and said, Hey, you know, Dan, you and me, we should get together. We should spend some time together. Hey, that's your name, Dan. I'm Dan. Uh, I'm Dan. Sean, if you're listening, it's me, Dan. <laughs> um, this, I mean, okay, so this is 1992. Yeah. Uh, divorce meant dollars at the box office and business was good. <laughs> <laughs> this was like prime time. Yeah. There we're only a few years down the line from that John Travolta, Vince Vaughn domestic abuse uh, romp. What, what is that? What is it? Is it? It might be called domestic disturbance, where John Travolta is like the good dad, and Vince Vaughn is the evil stepdad. Oh my god! And he's like terrorizing the whole family. That sounds. We'll do. A, I'll do a bonus app about right, that. Yeah, we'll that, do a bonus. That app. that is worth talking about. <laughs> we if, do need to break up some of the monotony here of the Stephen King shit. I know that. <laughs> we should just start like just totally undermine yeah. the whole premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> for fun. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so okay, so their relationship is awful, yeah, right? For reasons we will find out later, right? Um, Kit was living in New York, though. Yeah. So why is he going to visit his father that he wants nothing to do with? It's never explained. It's never. Explained. We don't know what this job that's quote on the line is. Yep. Like what the assignment is because we find out that he is a tabloid report. Not even tabloids, like National Enquirer. Yeah. Like he f reports phony stories. Yeah. The example they give is JFK being married to Rock Hudson. Yes. Or something. Some bullshit. Some, some yeah. Some bullshit from 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how'd that story just break? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right before this scene, though, we have it opens with... Um, oh, they, the bodies of the parents being discovered from uh, Gatlin in the basement, right? So of a house from the first movie, when all the kids killed the parents, they just sort of dumped them in basements. One basement, yeah. It it, like it seemed like one basement. Well, like half of them, because remember later on, the, right, right, right. the girl, the overly sexualized underage teenage girl. Oh yeah. yeah oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it's so much worse because you're sick. And I you're know. Like, <laughs> That There's like cum in your throat. I'm like a monster. <laughs> your own cum in your own throat. <laughs> it came up. Yeah. So, yeah. So some of the parents are in this basement. Right. And did you notice that one of them had been stabbed in the throat with an ear of corn? No. Oh, yes. That's a trope, baby. Oh, my God. That's, that's ear corn stabby death. That's that's two. Two makes a trope. Jesus. That, all right. Uh, if you're new to the show, we advise you to go back and we'll listen to all the episodes. But in this particular case, um, it was the um, the sidewinders. Oh, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the name. Uh -huh. The the sleepwalkers. Yeah. yeah. So whoever's monitoring the uh, Wikipedia page, please add that to the tropes. That's right. Add that to the tropes and also change the name to Sidewinders. <laughs> uh, the show's now called Sidewinders. Welcome to Sidewinders. Welcome to Sidewinders, where we talk about our favorite cocktails with <laughs> dirty names. Doesn't that seem right <laughs> for Sidewinders? Yeah. yeah. Um, also, weird baseball pitchers, because mm. they're those guys who throw it like underhand and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You ever see that? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's hard to hit. I hear it's hard to hit. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so all right, they find the dead parents, and then they <coughs> they start um, they find the kids, all the kids in town, who I guess are left over from the first movie. Yeah, right, right. Because they it's just Malachi Isaac, and or it's Isaac even, and Malachi are the ones who die, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, so all those kids they're being checked out by a doctor and like. Uh, and who's among into them? The next town over. And who's among them? But, uh, <coughs> wow. I know. I was gonna say, uh, comedian Ted Travelstead, as a boy. Uh, Who is Trumpet Cake on Twitter? Very funny man. Oh, we it, talked about oh, it when wait, Sean wait, was yeah, on. We yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so, which one is he? He is. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Mordecai. He's Mordecai. No, no, no. Yeah. Wait, what's his name? Mordecai. No, no, the real name. Ted Travelstead. Ted. Isn't he Mordecai? Oh, he is Mordecai. Yeah, yeah. He grew Which up to one be... is Mordecai? He's the... Is he the blondish one? No. Yeah, I can't... He's like sort of gingery, blue eyes. He's hmm. sort of like the second in command, I think. He Okay. Yeah. He dies later on? He looks a little older than the rest of the kids. I don't know how old Ted was at the time, but he's got All a right. very pronounced jawline, so yeah. he, it makes right. him look adultish. We'll uh, get back to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, doctor's checking them out, and the whole time, all the adults, like, know exactly what's going on, except for, well, we find out why. The police are just like, lady, please, lady, yeah, yeah. please. But we do, uh, well, excuse me. No. We're on these different mic stands here, and uh, you're <laughs> able to punch them if you want, <laughs> which I do. Um... So every time there's like a news crew, and at one point yep. he the the newscaster describes it as a tragedy of macabre proportions, and I was wondering if that was a corn pun, macabre oh, boy. proportions. It had to be right. I bet it, on the page it's written like M A dash C O B dash R E. You really got to hit the cob part, yeah. all right? <laughs> yeah. when you, that's when you deliver the, that. That's the core of the corn, in my opinion. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. So I do like when uh, the reporter is asking all the kids. They're like, "What happened here?" And they're like, "Their alibi is all I saw was corn." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw the corn. Yeah, they're all just like, "I don't know what he's talking about. I just saw corn. Must have been corn that did it. See that one corn in that one guy's throat." <laughs> yeah. And, and one of the uh, one of the reporters is like, "All right, cut the camera. What the fuck yeah. is going on? What right is here? all this shit about yeah. the corn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which like, it, what it, a good synopsis for this whole. Yeah. That's the tagline. Yeah, that's not that five sentence thing I had to read at the beginning of the show. That's a good tagline for this whole series yeah. of movies. What is all this shit about the corn? Yeah, and they really in this movie try to give you. Uh, like a backstory for this whole problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's weird. Yeah, and like it, there's some Native American stuff happening. Oh, that's my favorite part. Gotta love. Uh, he actually, I looked him up. He is part Native American. All right. So uh, it's. I, I thought he was going to be Italian or something. He his last name's Romero, but yeah. he is also part okay. <laughs> part Native American. Uh, so it's only. A little racist, I guess. I don't know. Nah, you know what? He's staying. He's honoring his roots in this very, (laughs) very. uh, Mama Mia, look at all this corn. (laughs) Mama Mia, why are you throwing trash on the highway? (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So, okay. um, So the kids are are bussed over into the next town over, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, the, the townspeople are sort of encouraged to take these kids in. That's and right. start taking care of yeah. them, really. Uh, yeah. Um, all these murder kids. All these murder kids with weird names. Yeah. And that's like seeing the parents um, 
And knowing that the girl from the next town over, do do we know her name? That uh, character's name? The oversexualized the over, girl? That's right. That's the one. Lacey is her character. Lacey. Played by Christy Clark. Yeah, that's right. Um, I like the other girl's name. But... Oh, I know. Yeah, we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was that's some like Bond girl shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, her name is Angela Casual. And when we her first last meet name her, is Casual. <laughs> no. And when we first are introduced to her, she's wearing a t-shirt with shoulder pads. Did you notice I, that? I fucking wrote it yeah. down over here. Yeah. She it's a uh, it, yeah, it's like this it's big like the shirt itself. Yeah, you know? it's like a baggy sort of shirt and uh you just waved to someone walking I did. by. It's very just. Dis- it totally threw me off. I'm yeah. worried about corn kids. I know. Is it a corn kid? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Blink once if it's a corn kid. <laughs> now my mom's calling. This whole thing. Is- <laughs> Do we want to plug her in? <coughs> yeah, you want to get her on the yeah, horn? Yeah, let's 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 make that happen. Oh, I don't have any of the equipment to do that. Okay. <laughs> None of it. Hold on. No, actually, I do. Hold on. Hello. Hi, honey. Hi. I am recording the podcast with Rob. Okay, bye. Bye. That That's the most, right, Mom. That was the most respectful I've ever seen her be of my time and space. Yeah. She usually, she's, uh... She's all up in it, usually. She's on me like glue. Yeah. Oh, moms. <laughs> Mom glue. Mom Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, what a goddamn disaster. This isn't usable. Every all, time, right? no, no, no. This is a. This will be this our second lost episode. Yeah. Every time you cough, I think you should hit a clip. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're so right. Lots of clips. Well, you don't have to do it now. No, you no. Cough. I'll, I'll just. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so well, where are we? We're talking about Angela Casual and her uh, casual padded T-shirt. Yeah. She. It's. It's yeah, got she, the name of. I guess the, the B&B that she runs. runs. Yeah. Um, which is a probably a failing business in small town Nebraska, like, well, like farming town Nebraska. But the way that we we're introduced is like it. Uh, oh, the, the main way character Ter- uh, Terrence Knox, but what's his name? The, the uh, father, Bill, Billy Baldwin. Yeah, 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 Billy Baldwin. He uh, he like stares like, at her tits yeah, for about run, ten seconds. Runs into her, yeah, and, then he, and he's like staring at her tits, and he's like, "Oh wait, what do those tits say?" <laughs> Something about a B and B. I could use a little B and B myself. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, you know, a place to stay around here, maybe in those tits, <laughs> right in between, right nuzzled right in there. Um, and she's like, Ugh, well, I do own this B and B. Yeah, she's like, oh, I guess advertising works or some some bullshit. Like, yeah. Sees right through his titty ploy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. well, so, actually, truly, the first time we're introduced to her is when that. Oh when, my God! Yes. When okay. Ruby, our townswoman, our townie Ruby. This is another weird thing that keeps coming up. Yeah. Is the fucking Wizard of Oz uh, illusion callbacks? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or like uh, call shout outs yeah. or something. Yeah. You know what? It and we might have mentioned this, but there is a whole thing about the Wizard of Oz in the Dark Tower, which I'm forbidden to talk about because we can't. Right. We, talk it's in a, the books. We can't talk about the books. Right. This is a movie May, podcast. Maybe when the Dark Tower movie comes out. Yeah. Maybe when the fourth or fifth one comes out. I forget <laughs> which one it's in, but All it's right. not going to be in the Gunslinger. I'm sorry, Robert. You sound so stupid <laughs> right now. <laughs> um. <Boy. coughs> You know what? That's just super loud. I know. (laughs) Um, So 
when we, yeah, we meet her, she's talking to this old woman, Ruby, who's having a shit fit. Like, again, knows exactly what's going on in this town. Was for some reason spared or yeah. something. She's like, I'm, these kids are evil. They killed everybody. Yeah. Don't you understand that? And then uh, Angela Casual. Right. True to her name, comes up is like relax, man. She's like smoking a duber. Yeah, she, no, she's like, haven't these children been through enough? <laughs> and Ruby says, uh, the children. What about the parents? Yeah, they murdered them all. Right. And yeah. You, you, wait, what'd you call it? Like oh, the, uh, the, the voice of the, the battle. The battle cry of the baby boomer. Yeah, the, the children. Yeah, what yeah. about the parents? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best. Sorry, mom. Any, I should have mentioned that while she was on the phone. Any chance to, uh, to take take, take our a boomer? Yeah. Our, Clearly, our we are still chil- the children of divorce that we've been for. That's so right. Long. Yeah. Some things never change. Shut up, ma'am. You're not my real dad, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I am dying. I know. (laughs) Yeah, you keep coughing into that bloody handkerchief. What's going on, man? Did you sleep with an old-time French prostitute? Yeah. Yeah. That's a specific reference to the Moulin Rouge movie, Moulin Rouge. Uh, Yeah. Is, uh, what's her name? Nicole Kidman? Nikki Kidman? Yeah, is she that prostitute? Nicole? Nicole Kidman? is happening (laughs) how high is your fever (laughs) you're playing this like it's real high yeah uh yeah she is the tuberculoid french prostitute ah. in that movie all right and the greatest thing you'll ever learn is to love and be loved in return oh boz lerman (laughs) by way of ewan mcgregor well that's good yeah um, I've never seen that movie. That's okay. We don't have to talk about it. That's this. Is should we right. cha- should we change subjects entirely and talk about Mulan? Yeah. <laughs> um, what would what yeah, do you call talk- that podcast? Oh, um, I don't know enough about it. Um, I mean, just, could be, you could do something with the title. Yeah. Uh, Mulan up. <laughs> Mulan on up. Mulan on up. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cut for time. Mullen Mulan. Oh, Mullen Mulan it over. Mo- yeah, yeah. There, there it go. is. All right, <laughs> we got there. Yes. All right. Worth the time. <laughs> we will cut everything except the end of that. I hope. Yep. Uh, so where are we at? Where are we at? Um, the B and B Ruby. She knows the kids are bad. Bad um, kids. Also, like I love that they're hectoring her the whole movie. Like she'll just be talking to someone and she'll look. And they they'll all just be standing there. Yeah, like they just cut and they're there all of a sudden. It's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, this movie does have a lot of humor in it, though. I think I have to imagine some of it was intentional. That line that I told you I liked before we started. We have got to start recording soon because we missed so much. Yeah. Um, but I texted you about it earlier today. The, yeah. the best ADR I've yes. ever heard. Do you think that was a joke on purpose? I don't know. I don't know. It just <laughs> maybe. So, um, we also meet uh, our main uh, antagonist, Micah. Micah, who played by Ryan Bolin. That's right. Um, that's from, right, Ryan Bolin. You you might know him from the Never Ending Story Part Three. That's that's where I do know him from. There you go. He looks a lot like the kid from Hamlet Two, which is a reference that um, no one will know yeah. because, um, well, no one's seen it. But also this Ryan Bowman kid, he uh, he was in an episode of Monk. 
Oh, that's good. Probably most notably. It's a jungle out there, folks. <laughs> that's from the theme song to Monk. I'm going down a rabbit hole of bad references. <laughs> how do I stop? <laughs> uh, well, 27 episodes in, I'm not about to change how I do my business. <laughs> don't, don't tell me how to do yeah, this. Don't, yeah. right. <laughs> I'm a fucking professional. Uh, so we meet Micah, who he's a... He seems like he's just sort of like a leftover corn kid. That's how he starts out, at least. Yeah, he's, he's dressed like, real goth right, all, right yeah, off the bat. All black, uh, black hair, and so, he's sort of like. But he's like when people are asking him about, he's like he's like real like soft spoken. Yeah, he, he really seems like, like shaken by the whole thing. Yeah, and like before he goes into the field and gets possessed, right? He, which by the way, that's going to happen. So soon. <laughs> he seems like very you know rattled by the whole. thing. As you yeah. as you might be, why is his mom still alive? He seems to have been whose mom? Micah's. Oh wait, is that his adopted mom? Yeah. Oh okay. Angela that's right. Casual? He says. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you thought his name was Micah Casual? Mike- <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did. I guess I did think that. Well, I was gonna say, uh, but like, okay, I can't. Oh, fiddly sticks. <laughs> A little late there. Yep. A little slow tonight, Lloyd. <laughs> Don't. A little slow tonight, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> oh man, I'm really sweating. Uh, Micah. Micah. Micah Casual. <laughs> Micah Casual. He he seems yeah he seems He's rattled so by the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and meanwhile, False Baldwin is like pressing him for information. <laughs> yeah. He's Not like, long after this has happened. Right. He's like, tell me everything you saw. <laughs> Did me. you kill your parents? He's like, <laughs> How'd you do it? Yeah, yeah. Really going after Were you the Were you the, the one who stabbed the, the person in the throat with an ear of corn? Were you Pretty the, cool. Were you the corn kid? <laughs> were you the corn kid? And that's actually where the name of the movie comes from. Right. Yes. Um, uh, so eventually Angie steps in, steps in and is like, hey, man, go easy on him. Just man. go easy. Man. Man. Uh, and he eventually, not long thereafter, I think that night. It, it is that night. Yeah. yeah. He goes, he goes into, wandering into the corn. Yeah. to be, I think to be like, hey, guys, let's cut this shit. We I, killed all our parents. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, um, well, yeah, he's obviously, I mean, he, he just killed his parents, presumably, right? Mm. And the, that, that whole plan didn't work out. So, yeah, he's going to regroup with his friends and sort of be like, this is... Yeah, maybe, uh, you know, we had our bi- we had our big shot. It's like, yeah. if you're in a band and you get a record deal and the, the record deal doesn't work out... Right. Maybe that's it for that band. That, yeah. Sometimes you got to move on. Yeah. Uh, I think Del Paxton from That Thing You Do has a, a good quote about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, he's like, man, I'm a real jazz daddy and I'll tell you what about it. Yep. Is that uh, sometime, man, I've been in bands that couldn't stay together more than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, and he's and like, so the important thing is that you keep playing, which I guess Micah does yeah. in that he becomes possessed by the corn demon. Right. And then we get another weirdly specific trope of people turning into bubbles. Yeah. I, I wrote that down. Lawnmower yeah. man. Yeah. Lawnmower man. Everyone's turning into bubbles at one point. Yeah. He gets, 
he gets possessed and gets sucked into like this sort of portal dimensional it looks like the vr scenes from uh lawnmower man yes so it's it's real shitty Mm -hmm. and he turns into bubbles and and, then bad bubbles take it take they go into his bubbles yeah and then he's reconfigured back into a boy right and when he comes out his eyes are just black his, yeah, his pupils have overtaken his uh, iris. Iris? What are the colored parts called? Um, cornea. Cornea. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a good doctor, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, so he comes out with like shark eyes, and like a doll's eyes, in like my a, opinion. Oh boy. Speaking of which, how about that one little girl who doesn't say anything but just pulls on the like her doll is her surrogate for yeah. herself, but everything the doll says is not apropos at all. Yeah. Like right after they kill the doctor mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of syringes and stuff, she pulls it and it goes, "My mommy says I'm very smart." Yeah, yeah. So what the fuck are you doing? They really tried to crank up like the child creepiness in this one. Yeah. And it doesn't work. No. no the no, no. the thing that's like like the first movie's got like a Lord of the Flies thing going mm-hmm. where it's like they're doing adult stuff but they're kids. Yeah. So this is like I don't know, the tendency to form uh cults around um farm deities yeah, yeah, yeah. is in, intrinsic to human humankind. Uh this one it's just like the movie opens like with the credit crawl. The music playing is a parody of. Uh, oh yeah. Um, is it Ring Around the Road? It's something like yeah. It's right? like a nursery song, and which should like, be in the public domain, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what are they going to spring for? Like the Wiggles? <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the eighties equivalent Rafi? I don't. I is that his name? Rafi? Yeah, not Rafi from the League. Not the Jason Manzuka's character, Rafi. But there was like a children's entertainer named Rafi, isn't there? I don't know. I'm out on this. <sighs> Mr. Rogers. He doesn't have songs. Oh, he has that one song about, so about being a neighbor. <laughs> Does he have more than one song? Yeah, he, well, he's got that name, one song. Name, your, name even five Mr. Rogers songs. <laughs> Hold on. I pulled this clip. This is a, um, when the kids are gathered in the cornfield, right? What, like as Micah is being possessed. Mm-hmm. We, we get a little interaction between Malachi. Mordecai. Mordecai. Malachi was the first movie. Right. Mordecai is the Johnny Depp character who's That's also right. in this movie. Okay. And, uh, and one of his, like, one of the lackeys. Mm. It is written, a leader will come from the corn. He shall make us as one. There ain't nothing out there, Mordecai, except a lot of corn. <laughs> Stupid old corn. <laughs> I, I just liked when he delivered that stupid, stupid old, old corn. Ain't nothing out there but corn, see? Stupid old corn. No good corn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn yellow and white kernels, dog, good for nothings. But also for him to say that after he, uh, you know, slaughtered his parents. Yeah, and then saw Bugs Bunny eat a kid. Yeah. <laughs> he, it turned him into digital fire. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's also a trope that we missed from Lawnmower Man. Digital people. fire. Yeah. So we get to swallow with digital fire. Oh. Yeah. So All right. So added uh, whoever's managing the Wiki, Wikipedia page. Yeah. I'm going to guess it's JC. Hmm. <laughs> Former guest of the show, JC Hendricks. Also a big fan of the show, JC Hendricks. Yeah. I'll go with him. Possibly Susan. She's she's done some, some legwork that we should be doing ourselves. Also, uh, anybody who's around this weekend, check out my industrial band, uh, Digital Fire, Digital Fire. <laughs> is playing. Oh, yeah. You guys are all... Uh, 
British anarchists, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're terrible. <laughs> you're a really bad band. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit a button. Hit a button. Hit a button. No. Hit a button. No, that didn't count. What was that one from the movie? Yeah, it's yeah. garbage. Fuck me, right? All right, go on. Nah, that's fine. Um, yeah, you really want me steering this ship after all I've put you through so far? Well, okay. So that so Micah comes out of the the corn and he's basically like, I, I'm I'm running the show. Yeah, now. it's like I saw God. Yeah, good news, everyone. I saw God. Right, and she says, "What's up?" Wow, <laughs> wow, really subverting gender norms. There you go. That's really see. Yeah, that's that's good because I don't think of God as like this big. Guy in the sky with a big white beard. Right. I'm thinking of this big tall man. Right. You think, giant white beard. I think he's you like. You think of him having a pussy. I think right? of him as like a five six guy with a two day stubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also a pussy. Because oh, he's God. His butt is a vagina. You're a real Angela casual right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I live or die. Yeah. <laughs> was it fake Baldwin and fake Estevez have a fight <laughs> you, on the? I'm sorry, I saw you almost cough and your lips fluttered. Yeah. <laughs> so the button. Well, well, <laughs> Hit a button. Hit a button. <laughs> I like that you're in charge of hitting the buttons as you're yeah. spasming. Um, <laughs> you're seeing things, bitch. All right. Uh, there it is. Hey, did Rob just cough? You're seeing things, bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Mike is the new leader. Um, he, but, uh, Angela Casual does not seem to care that he goes away for the rest of the movie. He's, like, gone. Yeah, he's mostly gone. Yeah. And um, she's like, huh, guess the fucker fucked off. <laughs> Angela Casual. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, the son, the son uh, Danny the, Garrett. Yeah, they have a fight on the front porch. Um, where it is revealed that... He, Danny was a, an accidental baby from teenage That's right. times. He's like, yes, I was 17. No, I didn't mean to get your mom pregnant. Yes, I absconded the second I heard about right. it. But you that should do with that yeah, information yeah, what yeah, you he's will. Like, that shouldn't matter. That should yeah, have no yeah. bearing on you yeah. is basically what he says. Ah, oh, man. And that he's he's like, well, if you don't care what I do, I'm going to leave town. I'm, I'm going to leave uh, but he does. He grabs his bag and he's wearing his New York yeah. shirt. His to, his bindle on a stick. Yeah. He's wearing a jersey. The whole, whole like first half of the movie, he's wearing a jersey that says New York on it. Right. But I like when people's clothes tell you where they're from. But no like discernible team. Though, no. Right. No. It, it wasn't like a Yankees. It was a fake Yankees jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he's sitting at the bus stop, which is in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And who rides up? But, but that, a bus. But Lacey, whatever. Chabert. Yeah. From Mean Girls. It, no. No. Lacey Hell... Heller stat. Hell, Hell, that's a lot. On her on her moped. And he's like, whoa. That's a cool moped. Look at those sweet, sweet cans that just drove up. Yeah, okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> yep. Um, I feel comfortable saying this because... She's I'm, old enough. What, now? Or just <laughs> in Hey, Chris on the field. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no. Corn in the field. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You're bad. You're so bad. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Sick balls. There we go. Um, <laughs> one an episode. Yep. So do you get the feeling, because, like, 
Okay. Yeah. She was underage. This is established, right? Let's make sure. Well, she she's she born de- in 1973. No, this movie came out in 92. Yeah, she's like she's like 18 at this point in real life. Yeah. Okay, so it's okay for me so. to say. Okay, I'm not gonna be like she's so fucking hot though. I'm just gonna say like because her boobs were kind of big. Yeah. For like a skinny little girl, do you get the feeling that the producers like they were like. Before they landed on her, they were like, that one's good, but the tits aren't there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when so we see her ride on her moped. The next time we see her, she is showering. And we are to understand that she's not 18 years old yet. So that effectively, is true. She does is, say that she wants to go to college, like, far away from this bullshit She wants town. to go to New York. Yeah. And then begs him to, yeah. begs Danny to take her with him. Yeah. And and then believes that he will. Right. Which is He's like, sure, baby. Sure, babe. Whatever you say. Just how about using me's we go fuck on that human hand. Oh. Jeez. They so they meet and she there there's like a little like flirtatious kind of thing. Yeah. And you're right. The next time they see each other, she is like you say showering, but she's like she's wearing jean shorts, she's and wearing a bikini, bikini top, top, and she's just standing shower- on a- Yeah, she's un- in a waterfall, but yeah. it's like I don't know. It seems like one of those man-made waterfalls, <laughs> like uh, something oh, like a like, sewage runoff yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Micah's face, his facial reactions to everything. Oh, he's got a he's got like that Justin Long quality to his face, <laughs> yeah. where like his smiles even look like frowns yeah. somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, he every every time we cut away to Micah and he's not saying anything, he's just, going, he's just like, yeah. All right, let's talk about Ruby. Let's talk about Ruby. Um, what do you want to? Is this she, our townie profile? She's here. Comes big, bad, big. I wonder how much they'd pay for it up to college. Rod, booze, baseball. That's just about the finest smell in the world, except maybe for pussy. They don't cotton the outsiders, and they probably won't have a phone there either. Looney, looney, looney. What is it that you want, Ernie? I want some Rango. Last town report said you were in arrears in your taxes, Andy. <laughs> They're not retarded. They're disturbed. Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married anyone. Daisy May, let's make us a baby doggy style. <laughs> or do it for money. She got money. She does it because she likes the sweet children of Gatlin have chained the door. <laughs> Bingo. Wait, does that mean he's our townie? Well, they're all townies, I think. They are all townies. Yeah. This is a town full of townies. Uh, yeah. Ruby, though. Yeah. I, I like talking about Ruby because although the sheriff ends up being like important to the plot, it feels shoved into this movie. Yeah. Just real quick, the sheriff looks like when Chevy Chase is putting on a dumb guy face. Yes. So, like, imagine Chevy Chase putting in, like, some yokel teeth. That's right. And maybe crossing his eyes. And yeah, like, the sheriff's, like, the sheriff. he's got, like, you know how some people have very narrow palates? Yeah. He's got the narrowest palate of them all. Yes. I think I left my windows cracked, and it's raining really hard right now. Oh, no. Please excuse me while I go do that. I will fill time. Yeah, vamp. All right. All right. Thank God he's gone. So, guys, uh, now we can get to what the show is really going to be about. Um, Moulin Rouge. Let me play some music for you guys. Here's here's a little little ditty that I've been working up. It's uh, it's called A Hard Day's Night, and it goes 
like this. Hard, hard day's night. Hard day's night. It's hard in the night. When you doing night stuff in the day. Nighttime. Daytime. Oh, there he is. I thought about standing out in the rain longer for effect. <laughs> this is our apocalypse now. You have a 110 degree fever. I got a little bit of rain on the inside of my car. <coughs> What'd you talk about? Uh, I just I, uh, I sang my song that I've been working on. How's it go? Uh, well, it's called A Hard Day's Night. <laughs> okay. Um, what's it about? Well, you're just going to have to tune in right. and listen. No, don't make me listen to my show. <laughs> Um, any guy, anyway, guys. Any guys. <laughs> any, guy, any guys. <laughs> that's a uh, as a slutty man or woman <laughs> trying to change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> any guys. <laughs> that's a cool micro character, Rob. <laughs> Try that at like. What is going on outside? Yeah. There's like, there's a gorilla monsoon happening outside, <laughs> and uh, we're never leaving. Wow. Wow. All right. We should do some mini eps while we're here. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. Just till the rain passes. <laughs> um, where were we? Um, impossible to know? Impossible to know. I think we're about to start talking about Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So Ruby, she hates those damn kids. She's, <laughs> yeah. She wants to leave town. Mm-hmm. Um, but she but refuses to leave her house. Yeah. So she's. She's lifted it. Yeah. They're moving the whole house. Yeah. She's upping her way out of town. Yeah. Um, so it's on like those hydraulic jacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's a cool character, hydraulic jack. Sort of like an Australian soup action star. Yeah, right, right, right. That's his catchphrase. He just goes right. <laughs> he says, uh, "Yeah, right. Yeah, yes, yes, or yes, or yes." Yes, R. He's so soft-spoken. <laughs> he's, yeah, for he's a guy named Hydraulic. <laughs> hydraulic yeah. Jack. Yeah. Uh, you know what sucks is I think I thought of that because of Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where my brain went. Um, we are talking about every movie besides <laughs> <Yeah>. this one. <laughs> what do I have against this movie? <laughs> it's like the only way. <laughs> the only way it makes this much sense. For, for me to be like diverting attention away from the movie is if at the end of this movie I show up and yeah, start no. fucking a pig on camera. <laughs> like, yeah, like you're trying to talk about anything else? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like halfway through, I'm just going to. Well, come, we're out of time. Yeah, guys. I'm going to walk in dressed like Hitler yeah. into this movie. <laughs> uh, or like Edie Amin, which is double <laughs> offensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fiddly sticks. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Jesus. How many fiddly sticks was that one? That was a big <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, oh, man. So we, met, we meet Ruby. She's, uh, She's very old. She wants to leave. Can't leave. Every time she turns the fuck around, ten <laughs> kids are standing on the edge yeah, of her property. Just looking at her. Just fucking sizing her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And at one point, my favorite is when she's yelling at them. They're there. She knows they're there. And then yeah. she turns around, and a different thing appears on her house. Yeah, yeah. The a cross made of shit. Shit. Right. Yeah. Or sh- it's like shit or soil or or is it just supposed to be that mold that I, we find out about later? Uh, at, at any rate, she's like screaming at them. She's like, "Why can't you just leave me alone? I want to leave town." 
goodbye. And then she turns around and goes, ah, oh, because a shit, shit, shit cross, cross has manifested yeah. on her. Oh. On the outside of her that's, That is exactly what she sounds yeah. like. Um, and while that's happening, I believe, uh, what's his name? Brad Garrett, <laughs> the dad. John, John Garrett. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So he's yep. there when this cross appears. And he, uh, like any good journalist, sticks his hand in the shit. Yeah. And he, then wipes it on his khakis. His goddamn pants like a yeah. slob. He's trying to get laid. Yeah. Let's not forget that his character motivation, in part, is, is that he's trying to fuck Angie Cash. Yeah. <laughs> She's not cash enough for She's me, not bro. Ca- <laughs> so... Can we talk about Ruby's death? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let, let's let's get that out of the way so we can out. close yeah. up this uh, yeah. segment. Um, she loses the cat. Yes. She's trying to find her cat, and she oh, can't find the cat. Let's be clear. She's trying to find her cat for a good two minutes, and yeah. we have to hear her calling out to the cat and saying nothing else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she's not. There's no like dialogue. There's nothing of substance happening. But Buttercup. Yeah. But, yeah. But, she's, Buttercup. She, yeah. So she. Finds the cat under the house, or hears the cat under the house, and crawls right. under. An old, old woman, you see her moments earlier, barely able to get down the stairs. Yes. Also, you lift a house up, a cat is going to go under it. And you can't worry. I, I feel like when you lift a house up like that, you can't be inside of it. Probably not. Right. Yeah. You're putting your cat's life in danger. Yeah. You're under cat. Yeah. Uh, so she crawls under her own house to try to find her cat. Right. And, and then... And while she's under there... The kids The kids manifest. Sh- they manifest <laughs> yeah. and surround her. You see their dumb little feet uh, under the... Under, yep. On the outside of the house. And very calmly... I guess... It, is it Micah? It is Micah. Micah... He turns the crank on the hydraulic lift to lower the house. Yeah. Slowly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which honestly... That made me, uh, my breathing got heavy. I was affected by that. Okay. Especially knowing that she's going to die. Somehow that made it even worse. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid of death. These were her last words. Now, if you didn't catch that, she said, what a world. Yeah. What a world. That's from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and she, when, hey, when the house drops on her, her little legs are stuck out. Yeah, which su- it suggests that she tried to get out legs first. Right. Which defies all human instinct. That's right. But again, she said, what a world, what a world. Yeah. The line from most famous movie <laughs> of all time. That's right. The Wizard of Oz. And then later when we see her sister. mm Who's played by the same actress, by the way. <laughs> um, her name is Mrs. West, as in the Wicked, Wicked Witch, Witch of, of the West. West. Why is this happening? I have no clue. Why? This is as crazy as Pet Cemetery 2. Yeah. With all their shining shit. It doesn't Except make it's sense. crazier because yeah, that's there's no connection. a Stephen King thing. Yeah, yeah. This, this is just wild. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. Okay, so I have the guy, uh, the Baldwin guy. He kind of looks like Tom Berenger also. That's really unfair to Tom Berenger. But they are both, like, kind of, like, puffy and sweaty and shiny in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, like, fucking huge slabs of meat. (laughs) Yeah. He looks like he's about to pop out of his skin. Yeah. He, I thought he had the Coke sweats the whole time. Like, he's Oh, my God. He starts out this movie pouring sweat. And his son's just, like... 
so he's cool as fuck. Yeah. His son is fine and he is just like he's, he's pouring sweat and he's wide-eyed most of yeah, the movie. Yeah. So he goes poking around at the poking around in, inside yeah. Andy Cash. <laughs> oh, Andy is that? Cash. No, that didn't yet. happen yet. Um at, at the school. When uh Right, remember the school from the first movie. Yeah. Where there was more corn in it then. I guess they've begun cleanup. Yeah. So he goes into a classroom and then a Native American sneaks up on him. Yeah, which I have that encounter right here. Please. Who are you? What are you doing in here? Now isn't that just like a white man? Assumes he has the right to be here and no one else does. Wow, powerful. Alright, let's try it another way. What do you know about all this? I know you're John Garrett, reporter for the World Enquirer. How? 35 years old. How? In April. Five. And Not weigh 185 enough. pounds. How? How does he know that? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, hey. How the hell do you know all that about me? I'm an Indian. I put Even my in the, the ghost town. Don't leave your wallet in a car that's not locked. Ooh. Oh, very good. So we meet. What's and just name? to be clear, it was John Redtree? Red, Red, Red Bear. Bear. Frank Red Bear. He's uh, sort of like the comic relief, like the thing with the wallet. and He's the, the guy <laughs> the from. The thing with the wallet, now my favorite part of the movie, <laughs> after forgetting about it. The guy in Return to Salem's Lot, the old man, who yeah. the Nazi hunter. That's right. He's the Nazi hunter in this yep. movie. He's very much the Nazi hunter in this movie. Um, so they become fast friends. Mm -hmm. um, As you do. Well, I, I have this other clip. So uh, they're walking out to their cars or whatever the fuck. Their cars. Can you tell me anything about what happened around here? Goyana Squatsi. Excuse me? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Goyana Squatsi. It means life out of balance. No, it doesn't. My ancestors would have told you that man should be at one with the earth, the sky, the water. But the white man has never understood this. He only knows how to take. And after a while, there's nothing the music. left to take. Yeah. So everything is out of balance. And we all fall down. Yeah, I want to squat, see. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about how he ended with a line from Ring Around the Rosie. Yeah. We all fall down. We all fall down. My ancestors would tell you a ring around the rosy, a pocket full of posies. Um, and, okay, and then from here it goes to that scene in the church. Oh, yeah, where we meet our our... Or Susudio puppet reverend. Oh my god! Yeah, that, yeah, that guy was horrifying. There's a part yeah. when the when the thing is burning down and his head's craned back and his giant mouth is open. Yeah, it was. He's like, it's like he's, watching a snake swallow a bigger snake. He seems he's very tall and super skinny, and his head is huge, gigantic. Yeah, huge, huge eyebrows. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's about where the light is like hitting his eyebrows so that it's passing through them and you can see yeah. like each individual follicle. Yeah, where, where there's stunning. one part where his eyebrows are on fire but nothing else. <laughs> yeah. He's running uh, around trying to bat them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um and he's a uh, he's preaching fire and brimstone. It's oh, all yeah. um, fornication. Yeah, there there's a hard cut from the from Danny and what's her name? Oh, um Lacey? Lacey. Yes, Lacey Um it's when they're about to like, m they're like making out near the shower or something, the outdoor oh, yeah, shower. Yeah. And it immediately cuts to his horrible mouth going, fornication. Yeah. Fornication. Bad news, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about, for some reason, 
why it's bad to fuck. Yeah. And while this is going on, we see like we see a guy in the like front row sitting next to his wife with glass he's got glasses on. And he's just sort of like, ugh. Not, yeah. not oh, as he's it. like, as he's really laying into the the fornication stuff, the first group of people you see is a little boy sitting next to two old women. Oh, really? That made me laugh. Yeah, I didn't see like, that. What are we supposed to gather from this? Yeah, is that little boy stopping both of these old women? <laughs> Check those fingers. They pruny. Oh, <laughs> Cut it. Why am Why am I so like this today? Am I always like this? I don't know. Are you? I hope not. I hope this is a phase I'm going through, and when I grow up to be a big boy, I will stop. Oh, he'll grow out of it, he'll grow. everybody. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. So there's a little boy's finger in these holes. <laughs> That's right. He's blasting these two broads. Ugh. Um, no, this guy's sitting up in, like, the front row, and he starts, like, starts getting a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. And he start, he looks around and he sees Micah there, and Micah has got like this jamming a knife into a wooden yeah, it's like a voodoo doll yeah, um, and he's jabbing the knife into the head, and of the course, guys pouring blood out right. of his nose, and then it starts coming out of his ears and his eyes mm-hmm. and shit, just starts like just he's exploding a, blood yeah, everywhere yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we never know who that guy is, no. Uh, he he's in the in memoriam because he, as far as I'm concerned, is just some guy who died right for no reason. We we don't we get nothing. We uh, like all Ruby, you need is like one line where he's like I'm I'm with the EPA right or something something the FDA I guess it would be because yeah. as we find out later most of their or like half of their corn supply is covered in mold. Oh, by the way, this Saturday my band Corn Supply is playing. Uh, we do easy listening mostly. You you do like an easy listening version of uh, of Air Supply corn music. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's some bullshit. That's like that fucking Macaulay Culkin thing. I oh yeah, the pizza underground uh, underground thing. I've never hated anything more than I hated that. Yeah, it just seems like something that I'll never. Uh, Listen to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll never hear it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's exploitative, I guess that's one thing. Like if you're purposely, knowingly taking money yeah. out of the pockets of people who think that's amusing, yeah. then I'm all for it, I guess. But what a miserable way to live your life. Macaulay, Macaulay, if you're out there, we know you are. Want you to want more for yourself. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so that guy dies in church. Right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. His whole face bleeds and yeah. then pops kind of pop. I feel like everyone ends up covered in blood at some point. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. And then the, <clears throat> we got that, the Oz stuff. Um, then we get the Baldwin guys allowed to like poke around in the morgue and just like lift up sheets and these bodies mm-hmm. and the doctor, the, uh, coroner there, he's just like, uh, he's basically shooing him away. Yeah, he's like, I, get get the hell out of here with your, you know, with your little, with your, your tiny notepad and your yeah. beefy hands. Oh my god, I can't. Believe, we didn't talk about our first kill. The the news team. Yeah, the two man news team. Two man news team. They get lost in the cornfield, and um, the they cameraman get gets his throat slit by, by corn a, a corn leaf. Yeah, his name was Bobby. His name was Bobby Knight. Yeah, it was Bobby Knight. It was Bobby yeah, fucking yeah. Knight. <laughs> that's, that, I don't even that, want to get into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to say. What do you say? Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Well, uh, I wanted to be a newscaster, but with a name like Bobby Knight, I had to be behind the camera. <laughs> that's right. 
Um, so what else? I don't know. What the fuck else happens? Um, we're talking about the wheelchair scene? Is that where we, we didn't talk about the wheelchair scene, but um, it is established when he goes to the coroner's office, or it's tried to establish. The doctor's uh-huh. like, Ruby's crazy. Don't listen to her. Yeah. Because Ruby at one point says uh, something about... Um, it's like, my husband went into the cornfield 15 years ago, oh, and he yeah. never came back. I was like, lady, that's not what happened. Yeah, that's he cor- ran That's off. correlation, not causation. Yeah. <laughs> and then the doctor, you know, tries to corroborate. But also, this problem's been going on for 15 years? I don't know. It's so unclear. What the fuck? Yeah. Ruby might be, you know, maybe it's like she casts a wide net. <laughs> right. You know, so she's right about some things, but maybe her husband just left her. Uh, anyway, so that all happens. There's the spot where fake Baldwin Tom Berenger, yeah. uh, he notices that the, the muck he wiped on his oh, pants. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. when they show him wiping on his pants, it's like a tight shot. So it's like, yeah, they, notice this, but it's gross because he's got big fucking sausage link fingers. Right. He's shiny and pink with cocaine. Uh, and it's just like gross muck that he was. It looks like shit. It looks like shit to the point where there's uh, he checks that spot and sees that there's like a hole there. Right. And says, quote, with ADR dialogue, which means they screened this movie and no one knew what was going on somehow. Yeah. So they had to add the line uh, that shit ate right through my pants, <laughs> which, is, which you, that was your favorite line. That made me laugh. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, then there's the part where Micah does some like real ham-fisted cult leader indoctrinating of Danny. He's yeah. like parents, right? I know. Oh my! Wait, such I have a bummer. That. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. have the part where he talks about him his catching his father? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. With my father, if we listen to the radio, we send. If we talk to girls, we send. And every sin demanded a beating to chase away the devil and then one day I caught my father with the farmhand's wife yeah sinning most vigorously I'm sorry I just came a little The, the way, way he says yeah. that, yeah. And, like, his facial expressions. He doesn't seem broken up about no. it. Like, daddy got some that day. Yeah. Sinning most vigorously. Jesus. This is very gross. Um, but, yeah, so that happens. So Dan is planting the seed, as it were. That's not a corn pun. <laughs> it's not. It's simply not. And I won't be accused of such. Uh, so from there, we have Danny's hanging out with... Uh, Micah and the crew? No, no, no um, Oh, Lacey? Yeah, he does hang out with Micah and the crew, and they're basically like, do you accept corn as your Lord and Savior? It's like... Do you accept, do you accept corn Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then he's, he's hanging out with Lacey again. And is this go, when they're up on the roof? They're they're up on that roadhouse roof for yeah, a yeah, second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was so weird. Yeah, yeah. And and he's like, oh, oh. And she's like, what are you scared of heights? And, and he's, he's like, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, One I, time I went up into the uh, Statue, Statue of, of Liberty, Liberty because I'm from New York. Yep. And like all New Yorkers do, yeah. I took my weekly sojourn <laughs> <laughs> to the top of, of the Statue of Liberty. He's like, and then I threw up on her <laughs> down her dress. 
And so then they're like, he's up on like, is a, it's a, what is it? Maybe eight feet off the ground. It's not high enough to be like, whoa, yeah. whoa. And so then, they do get down, yeah. and, then and then she, she says, says the most. Because if you can catch me, you can have me. Ah! Ooh, Dan just came. Oh, oh, my cum's gone. It's like yogurt. You need a little bit left to make more. And now it's all gone. I'll never come again. <laughs> I'm no longer a menace to society. <coughs> so I hated that so, so much because yeah. you can imagine the two adult men who wrote, wrote this that? movie yeah. writing it and being like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. yeah. But I was grateful. Or no, I was not grateful for that. <laughs> I was grateful I got for a, <laughs> No, I got a little bit ahead of myself. I was looking oh, at my sorry. nose. Um, the... I was so they he chases after her and he seems like real put upon, not even like jokingly put upon. He's like, oh, fuck, now I gotta run. Yeah, I gotta run after this girl. So he does, and they like they toss they toss and turn in the cornfield. They're making out. Right. Um, and I was grateful for what happened next because it interrupted a very long child makeout scene. Sure, it went on for a long time, and yeah. you heard all of it. Yeah, it seemed like they added more sound in. Yeah, Danny popped open her shirt. Almost yeah. saw the goods. Right, because she's not playing over 18, so you can't show those cans. Right. Ugh, so gross. Yeah. Like, why even show that? I don't know. It's, ugh. So, but, okay. Anyway, so, they, so she's like, oh, someone's digging into my back. And he's and they, she rolls over, and he pulls a human hand out. It's uh, Bobby Knight's hand. Yeah, it's it's a dead man's hand. <laughs> uh, uh, and then they start looking around, there, and it's all dead body parts. Like, they're in a field of dead body parts. Oh, that's right. It's not Bobby Knight's hand. It's all the other parents, is right. what she says, with pretty, 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 like, a lot of calm in her voice. She's like, oh, this must be all the other dead parents. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. So, but, like. Get a load of that. Yeah. Oh. We just stumbled onto this field of dead bodies. Yeah, this mass grave. Yeah. Um, the killing fields. <laughs> that's right. Um, and then at, at some point, uh, Daniel Baldwin and Angela Casual have sex. Yeah, and that's about all there is. Like, there's no emotional stakes for them at no, all. She, wait, she flat out says, like, she's telling him a story about how she used to be, like, some hotshot in, I think it's New York, or maybe, like, another city. Yeah. And she's like, um, Lincoln. she was dating this guy, and, um, you know, but it was just, it was all about sex. And, you know, it was just and cool. he's just like, uh-huh, whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so you want to have sex? And she's like, yes, I do. <laughs> Please and thank you. Yeah. Uh, so they do for no reason. Yep. And this is like another problem that these movies keep happening where there's always like the the main couple even there's like no chemistry at all at all. And they don't care to try to. It's not like there's failed chemistry. No, like, they're not, they're, in this one, they're, they're, they're never nothing about it. They're only in the same room like twice. And yeah. once is for her to be like, please stop interrogating my son. Right. About the the many people he saw die. Right. My adopted son. Yeah, yeah. I forgot again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the second scene is, I fucked sometimes, and I'll fuck like, again. <laughs> you, you gonna be you in mark, there? You mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, to make a long story short, everyone gets kidnapped. 
first, well, you're right. We should say the, that the, Daniel the, Baldwin and uh, John John Rainbird go yeah. to uh, was it Mike Frank Frank Red Bear Frank Red Bear yeah. yeah. Uh, they go to the corn silo. Oh yeah, okay. and they find a big old pile of corn with a bunch of green mold on it. Uh, and Daniel Baldwin's like, "Hey, this is the same mold that was on uh, old Ruby's late, house." Ruby's house. Uh, and then, right, the Indian gentleman, Frank, he says, oh, this is last year's crop. Um, this corn, this mold is toxic. It could cause hallucinations, in, especially in children. Sure. And uh, However, that's not what's happening here. Right. It is. It's a MacGuffin? Yeah, is it? Or a red herring? It's a red herring. It's a red bear herring? It's a red bear herring. It's a it's a Frank red herring. Okay, uh, but but I don't think it is. I think it's just like a plot hole. I think it's like they were like we're gonna ha- we're gonna make it so that they're just hallucinating. Yeah, and then the producer was like, No, well, what about what the about first the se- scene when he's possessed? Right. What about that? Well, I was thinking like, oh, he went. It, that was like a crazy. That was trip. a hallucination. He snapped. That yeah. that drove him crazy. Uh, but I think the producer must have been like, no, we're making six more of these. Yeah. You cannot take this away from us. Yeah. This corn demon is real. Right. As you or me. <laughs> um, so, um, so, so they're, they're, they're like, we have to go tell everyone about right. this. And then the sheriff, sheriff, uh, narrow pallet. Yep. Uh, he comes in and pumps his shotgun, takes them to the cornfield. Ties him up. Ties him up. To a stake. And, he's, and then he's he, like, well, well, listen, I have to wait, leave right now. Yeah, wait. I have the... He set up a... I don't know. It's one of those machines. It's like a like, thrasher. Isn't that what that's called? Is that what it is? I think it's, it's like a... Or like a... Yeah. It, it basically... It, it just harvests grinds up or harvests, grinds... Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just shoot? Well, I'd actually have to explain that and someone might not believe me. This... I don't have to explain this. Who could? It doesn't make sense, which is the beauty of it. It'll be a mystery, unsolved. It'll end up being part of the folklore of the valley. I love that. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to tie you up here. I'm going to run you over with this heavy machine. And nobody's going to ask any questions about it because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really breaking yeah. the fourth wall there. Yeah, he's like... I I don't even quite understand how my plan is going to work. <laughs> oh, but boy, is it ever gonna. That's right. This flimsy metal rod that's yeah. six inches in the ground, that's going to keep you here for as long as I need you to be. Oh, so man. then they escape. Yeah. He, he basically, he puts a, a, a corn stalk uh, up against the, the gas pedal so that this thrasher yeah. is slowly moving toward them. Yeah, it's then, like an Austin Powers kind yeah, of that's like, right. joke. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, and then our two new best friends, uh, Daniel Baldwin and Frank Red Bear. Yeah. Uh, really? It's That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they work together uh-huh. and they get away. Yeah. And good for them. And aren't we so happy? Cut to town meeting. Yep. Where all the parents are finally like, Hey, these kids are weird. These kids are right? murder kids. Yeah. I don't think these are any regular kids. I think these are corn kids. <laughs> and that's actually where the name of the movie comes from. Yeah. Uh, the the sheriff and the minister mm-hmm. are both like, shut up. Yeah. They're fine. They're just kids, whatever. And then they start like poking their heads out in the windows. Like they can see like the kids. The kids like, have manifested. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh. 
Um, okay. <laughs> oh, this is... And that's where that, that line from uh, my, my Tiny Profile song there, when he says, uh, the good <laughs> your, children... Your magnum opus. That's right. Uh, the good children of Gatlin have chained the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they started pouring gasoline on the building and mm-hmm. in the vents and, mm-hmm. and such. And, and they just burn everyone alive. Yeah, the minister, he said, I wish I pulled the line, but he said, it's like, they have gasoline and matches. (laughs) It would be fine if they just had gasoline. Yeah. Oh, the two things I did not want them to have both of. My only weakness. Uh, uh, so so the kids burn up basically everybody in town. Yeah, except for uh, our main characters. Yeah, right? How, isn't that inter- an interesting turn yeah. of events? So it's Angie Casual, um, Lacey, Lacey Heartthrob, Shab- Lacey Chabert, um, Frank Red Bear, and <laughs> Billy Baldwin. Yeah, and uh, well, Danny's on the dark side now. Oh yeah, Danny's on the dark side. Oh that. You should pull Danny's that. On the dark side. You should pull me saying Danny's on the dark side now, and use that every time I say something off color that I oh, will regret. Yep. Yeah. Well, all right, guys, I'm gonna do that. Yes, I'm uh, just just filled with regret. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all gathered for the the final sacrifice, and yeah. that's actually where the name of the movie comes from. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> and uh, so they have uh, Angie Casual, a little too casual. And oh, yeah, they dress her. There's yeah. that scene where they break into her house. They're like, we got to change you yeah. into a white frock, <laughs> a tunic. Get in. And uh, they tied up Lacey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have them in, like, weird little corn pods. Yes. Uh, so they, that you get like, that reveal. It's like a corn coffin. Like it they is, They open yeah. the lid yeah. of corn. <laughs> they made a corn hinge. Yeah, it's that, weird. With, and put a corn door on it. Yeah. Um, Have you finished that corn door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just starting on the second corn door right now. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for some reason, the task of killing both of them has been given to Danny, the right. one person who feels any emotional attachment to both of them. Sure. It seems a, I don't know, seems like he could be a wild card. But Micah is getting so worked up yeah. in, the, in these like scenes here. Seeing as he's a literal demon. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the only one. He's swinging for the fence. He's oh, yeah. he's going. He's our for one it. guy who's yeah. trying hard. He's trying really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and right as like everything is heightened, and Danny is about to chop off Lacey's head with a machete, a, ma- <laughs> a, a machete. That's exactly it. machete. Um, uh, actually. Oh, Javier Bardem. See. Oh. How do you, right. Javier Bardem, I have a question. Please, ask it away. Is it, is it about the shooting of the one James Bond movie I was in? Well, no. Which one was that? <laughs> is that uh, Spectre, Skyfall? It's Skyfall. Do you, do you, have you seen Goldeneye? I have. Are you Did want you to like talk it? about Alan Cumming? He's invincible. That's <laughs> <laughs> very fun. Um, oh, Natalia. How do you... Uh, oh, Zenyana Top. <laughs> Don't forget her. She kills men by suffocating their penises off. <laughs> that appeals to me as a deeply, <coughs> as a deeply. Are you, you okay? <laughs> Please answer the question. Don't laugh in my ass. Son. Why are you? It's okay to talk different. Some people are from other places, and they say accent instead of accent. Oh man. 
Anyway, what was your question? Uh, the the long the long knife they used to like cut through to the brush, and um, a scabbard, <laughs> a scythe, yeah, yeah well, a broadsword. <laughs> yeah, um, it, there, what's uh, what's the pronunciation for uh, machete? Oh, you're talking about the Danny Trejo character? Yeah, the movie, uh, from Spike Kids. Yeah, Uncle Theo. <laughs> Machete. Uh, all right. Well, it's not say how it sounds, how it's spelled. Okay. Okay. All right. Any well, more knives you need to know about? <laughs> nope, that's it for now. Okay. Can you do mind if I just hang out for the rest of you? So, <laughs> uh, I really like it. We, no, we need the microphone back. Okay. How we are. I, I've been sitting on this fat boy for the past <laughs> four minutes. He's starting to turn red in the face. Should I get off? <laughs> Yeah, get him off, please. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> hey. Hey. I don't like it when he comes. <laughs> and frankly, I don't think anyone else does either. I can't imagine. Um, oof. Yeah. So, it was a long one for him. Usually he doesn't sit on me for that long. Yeah. He's got that. So Danny has a machete. Mm. I, I think it was macheting. Oh. Yeah. Right. There's extra sounds at the end. Remember, he said it doesn't uh, said how it sounds, how it's spelled. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. You can't be doing things like that. So eventually Danny just, he just, lo he swings his blade. Oh, first the thrasher. Yeah. They have reclaimed the thrasher. Right. Uh, Frank and fake Danny Baldwin. Yep. Um, and they have turned it on the kids, which is very funny. They think it's the light of God. Yeah. It, for real. They right. think that for and a then, second. And then it pokes out. And it's, you know, That's what it was sure. always apparent that it was. Uh, so... As that as that is distracting everyone's attention, Danny cuts. Uh, uh, help me out here, Lacey. Lacey. I had to be like, what's Shabert's first name? <laughs> Lacey's. Uh, he cuts her free. Then something gets set on fire. The corn gets set on fire a little bit. Yeah, for no reason. There's and then a, there's like a lot of like quick cuts between like fire and thrasher and like people with spears. Right. Um. At some, at one point, Frank uh, gets stabbed. Oh, no, 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 no. He does not get stabbed. He, as he is f slowly driving forward, Daniel Baldwin goes like, now, Frank, he floors it slowly and he is immediately shot with an arrow. Oh, okay, okay. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. And then they cut to the kid who didn't. He's got like a big hunting bow. Yeah. Like one of those professional grade ones. Yep. It killed me. The kid was as big as the bow. Yeah. So, the, so Red, Red Bear is dead by... By his own people's weapon, oh, frankly. <laughs> to Frank. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is that irony? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Or just ironic racism. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dead. Um, there's a chase that happens, right? Oh, before that, though, real quick. Yeah. Uh, this is where. I believe Ted Travelstead's character dies because he whips, he chucks his spear at Daniel yeah. Baldwin. Daniel Baldwin catches it, yeah, <laughs> and, and just throws like, it back. It's like it's as if you like threw. I don't know. The oh, way by the way, the kids have made spears. 
Yeah, out of corn. Yeah, corn spears. Corn spears. But the way that he throws it at Daniel Baldwin is just like so like limp. Yeah, and just like like it looks like it like if you saw the actual throw, it would just be spinning end over end. Yeah, like he's just like. Ugh. And then Daniel Pullman throws it back and spears him right With, through the, the he, gut. Like a fucking perfect spiral. Yeah. Yeah. He, he Tom Brady's that kid right in the gut. Yeah. That's and what it means to Tom Brady someone is to yeah. spear them in the gut. That's right. Kill shot. Uh, so he's So dead. then there's a chase. There's a chase. Um, a chasey Shabir. But, okay, so, but then Danny. Um, Danny! How'd that not come up? I don't know. Hmm. They're captured again. Yeah. And, um. Which, why? Yeah. And then... I think that's my squeaky chair. Oh, okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll stop. No, no. Keep squeaking. <laughs> uh, the, the machine, the thrasher, uh, Frank Redbear, is not dead. He comes He's back like, to life, yeah. and he turns it back on, and hits the gas, and then he sucks up... Micah's like long his, robe yeah. into the thrasher his and his caftan and he starts to get pulled into the teeth of it and as he's being pulled in the demon evacuates his body yeah so that just a little boy dies right that's that's him is that in memoriam no he I guess he had to die to get rid of the demon right yeah but he it's like his face changes into a demon face oh, and then it and then it leaves and then he, he's just left with Micah and Micah's like Danny, help me. We're friends. And no, that's before the demon. Oh, is it? Leaves. Yeah, that's right. the demon talking. That's the demon talking. Yeah, because Danny and Micah are not friends. Danny yeah. and Demon is friend. Yeah. So uh, he gets sucked up into it, and it like Fargo's out the back of the thing, and like shoots. <laughs> you do just see like a spray of blood yeah. coming out. Yeah, it's very upsetting. And um, then what happens? They, then they they all make their peace. We have our new weird surrogate family. Well, wait, yeah. So um, Frank Frank Redbear actually dies actually this time. Dies, that's right. And Daniel Baldwin like pulls him out of the thing, and he's like kind of alive for a second, and then he dies. And Daniel Baldwin, he this is his last like his in his yeah. arms. Dead. Oh, that's right. This is very funny. Actually, time. come on. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Is some bad acting. Yeah, yeah. And they they build a pyre for him, a funeral pyre, right? They, they Qui Gon Jinn his ass. Yeah, and they 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 light him up in the middle of the cornfield. Mm-hmm. They just burn a man's dead body. Yeah. You can't just do that. No. And as far as any of them know, that is not like the traditional Native American burial, right? No. They don't know anything. Yeah. What what tribe is Frank Redbear from again? Uh, Uh, Exactly. uh, Corn tribe. So. But they know about as much about Native American traditions as, say, the two screenwriters of this movie. <laughs> yeah. um, so you're right. We have like sort of a surrogate family. Angie Casual and Daniel Baldwin. They're our parents. They, they pair up. And then and, our, and then Lacey and Danny are our new flowers in the attic. Oh, Back boy. to the attic. Back to the attic with Back you. Back to the attic. And we get uh, the final scene. Oh, also, I think at one point Danny's like, hey, sorry I uh, tried to, I almost killed you back there. And she says, we can talk about it in New York. Yeah. She's not going to New York. Well, no. She says when when Danny's about to cut her head off, she says, "Oh, I love you, Danny. That's right. Don't do it. I love you." Yeah, which and, is what you'd say then, to someone if you're trying to get them not to kill and you. The, the, and and later on, he, he's like, "So did you mean that what you said back there <laughs> when I was threatening to kill you?" And and she's like, "I would have said anything." Back yeah. 
So, yeah, and then they drive away in that cool red car that Angie Casual has. Yeah. The they, perfect car for someone named that. Yeah, it's like this red convertible. It's a Christine. Yeah, it yeah. is a Christine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're playing like some Elvis Presley as they drive away. And then Which we get, song? Um, Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we get our final scene. And it's with Frank Redbear as a Native American spirit. What the fuck was this? And this is his last line. This signifies that the spirit will part the corn and let through one who finds truth within himself. And that's it. And that's it. And then, and then he, he walks away. And fades away. And fades away. Oh, the worst. Why did that happen? Uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. That, that's it. That's, the, that's how the movie ends. Yeah. I don't know. It's like when... Um, you know how in like Star Wars Episode Six they edited it so that Hayden Christensen is there at the yes. end. Uh, I guess that's like what happens to a Native American present day when he dies. Mm-hmm. He wears his traditional garb in the afterlife, yeah. but he's still old. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There, so uh, that's how the movie ends. I guess let's talk about um, what hurt our parts. Oh, that hurts my parts. This is oh that hurts my parts. <laughs> what hurt your parts, Rob? Oh man. I, I, it's got to be that disappearing Indian exit, right? <laughs> like the, that's uh oh man, that is that feels like a term for when you do something like an Irish goodbye. Yeah, but, a, uh, a disappearing Indian. Yeah, disappearing Indian exit. Mm. Uh, I, that's just so fucking weird. Right, all and, the Native American stuff felt shoehorned in because like it all gets explained with like native native american spirits yeah and it's just like my people yeah who are your people frank who are your people name them name even one name five of your people frank yeah so yeah i'm on i'm on board for we didn't have a sexual assault in this movie yeah no we didn't we had gross consensual sex but yeah We almost had like uh, child pornography. Almost, almost. But that's more in the, the that's on the creators of this film. Then yeah. Uh, so that's good. We broke the streak. <laughs> so this good. So this good this week. Yeah. And we broke the streak, and we can be petty again. Yeah. Um, what hurt my parts? You ask. Yeah. Uh, thank you for asking. What hurts your parts? What hurts my parts? Um. I hated Ruby. I felt, oh, we did not talk about the wheelchair scene, if you want to get into that real quick. All right, yeah, you want to describe. Let's say that hurts my part so that we have, no, let's go to Shining Moments. Okay. Uh, hit the hit the, hit the thing. Daddy! This is Shining Moments, where we talk about our favorite part of the movie, my favorite part of the movie, hands down, yeah. is the, the death of Ruby's sister. Yeah. Um, who's in a motorized wheelchair, which also has a radio transmitter on it. Yep. Because... Um, Micah and 10 of his closest friends are walking behind her as she goes down through like the downtown area and they're taunting her with a little remote controlled race car at a certain point when Micah has had enough of uh, enough fun with her and uh, can no longer not be killing her. He flips some switches on his remote control. Yeah, a bit. It's like one of those big ones that you'd have for like an airplane. Like yeah, motorized, it's huge. Like yeah, a little remote control airplane. And he goes, "Watch this!" And then he takes control of her motorized wheelchair and sends her sends her flying into traffic. Yeah, uh, where she comes to a stop, and so does the truck that hits her. It tries to stop. Yeah. However, it's still enough force to send her flying 
off of the middle of the street yep. into a storefront window where people are playing bingo. Yeah. And then that guy who wins the bingo game right before she goes crashing through, yeah. uh, he picks up his card and goes, uh, bingo? <laughs> Buddy, read the room. <laughs> but when she goes flying... <laughs> It's the cheapest dummy. Yeah. You see, it's like they, they shot it in, in slow motion. Too. They do in slow motion. They shot in broad daylight. It's like a mannequin. It's so bad. It's yeah. like a, it's like, it looks like a jackass prank. Yeah. You know, they just like send things yeah. into traffic <laughs> to scare people. Uh, so that was your shining that's moment? That's my shining moment. Well, for, did you say what your, hurt your parts? I think, um, the Indian stuff. Yeah, I'll go with that. All right. Yeah. Um, that probably, yeah, for sure. Also, I just thought Ruby was insufferable. Yeah, I thought she was a lot to handle. I know. I liked. I liked how Micah was going for it. The he whole really, movie. yeah. All of his like facial expressions and his overacting mm-hmm, and like. Mm-hmm. I caught my father with the farmhand's wife. <laughs> yeah. Sinning. Sinning. Most So, um, I'm talk about some. Uh, Oh, hey. Hey. Um, I liked a lot of things about this movie, but I felt like one thing was missing. Uh, what was it? Slimer. <laughs> Welcome to Where Was Slimer. <sighs> a lot of corn in this movie, Rob, wouldn't you say? There was a lot, lot of corn. A lot of different years of corn. Yep. Hey, a lot of green stuff on the corn. Yeah. You know what wasn't some of that green stuff? What? Slimer's ectoplasm. <laughs> He did not slime a single person in this movie, and I'll tell you why. Why? He wasn't able to. I'll tell you why. <laughs> why? Because he wasn't in the movie. I want to see Slimer. I want to see his big dumb teeth yapping and his big gums flapping off, causing all sorts of mischief for would-be do-gooders. Mm. And he wasn't anywhere to be found. There was a close call yeah. where I saw something Bugs Bunny tunneling underground, and I thought to myself, well, that could be Slimer at any second. Any second, I'll just see that green glow pop out of the ground, and his big goofy smile, and all of his mischief. But it wasn't. He was nowhere. Yeah. How long do you think uh, this segment is going to go on for? Oh, <laughs> until I get a Slimer. <laughs> because not only did I not get a Slimer, but you know who else wasn't in this movie? Who's that? Annie Potts. <laughs> You thought I was going to say his disgusting niece, who also wasn't in the movie. But this week, I'm mad that Annie Potts wasn't in the movie. She wasn't. She would have been great comedic relief. Yeah. This is where was Slimer. All right. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Um, Talk okay, about our tropes. tropes. Yeah, let's... Uh, let's get in the book I'm working on now. There's a spooky monster. King tropes. Things we've seen a million times in these Stephen King movies already. Yeah. Uh, I got Death by Corn Stab. That's a new one. Yep. Weird, like, uh, like strained father and son strained relationships. Father, yep. Um, people turning to bubbles. Yep. Um, people being swayed by cultish, ungodly religions. Mm-hmm. Happened in Return of Salem's Lot. Yeah. Um, uh, the surrogate surviving family of the tragedy of the movie. Yep. Uh, anything else? Um, Ominous rainstorm. Underwritten female characters. Underwritten female characters who are simply there to get fucked by the disgusting yeah. male leads. That's right. All due respect to this gross man in this movie, but he's... <laughs> he's a gross man. He is, he is 
he is punching above his weight class with, with Angie Casual. He's got that cute little bob cut. Yeah. She looks great. Yeah. And he is a sweaty monstrosity. He is yeah. a They have a sex scene and I felt genuinely disgusting. bad for her. It's like, oh no, she's being plowed by a brisket. <laughs> a human brisket. <laughs> it's just a slab of cow flesh. Yeah. I hated it. Um, I hated it. I hated it. Were there any other tropes in this this movie? Creepy kids? Yeah, corn kids. Corn kids. (laughs) Two makes a trope. Two makes a trope, and uh, so will six more. Yeah. That's that's about it in the way of tropes, I guess, so that'll that'll bring us to our final segment of the show. Yep. IMDB, where we we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on IMDB.com. Only 5,854 people weighed in on their opinion of Corn Kids 2, The Final Sacrifice. Okay. Uh, 1992 horror thriller, 92-minute running time, directed by that one guy, Dave Price. (laughs) Vacation Dave. One guy. <laughs> um, gets 4.2 out of 10 stars. Okay. Now, I think I'm on board with that score. I was actually, I'm thinking. I it know. might get bumped up to an eight low, for I, the uh, wheelchair scene. But. I, I was going to give it just a five. Yeah. Like, I think a five is a nice, respectable number for this. I would re- I would I, tell I f- people to watch this movie. I feel like 4.2 belies the entertainment value, which uh-huh. is there. I didn't feel as good about this as I did about Pet Cemetery 2. I'll right. say that. For sure. But it was still pretty good. It had its moments. It had that wheelchair thing. Uh, we did have our hammy comic relief character in yeah. Frank uh, Red Bear. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this movie is kind of perfect for, like, if it's on at 1 in the morning and you're awake. Yeah. You catch it. It's good and to fall like, asleep too. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> this seems too crazy to exist. Yeah, you're like normal. Yeah, hours. you're like, oh man, I dreamed the weirdest movie yeah, yeah, last yeah. night. They would made a sequel to Children of the Corn. <laughs> this is based on a short story. Did you know that? Yeah, Children I, of the Corn. It's not a novel. And right, it's, actually, it's uh, part of the um, the Night Shift uh, mm. series of books, which or series. Uh, short stories, which there's a lot of them actually. Um, Maximum Overdrive is in there. Oh, um, Silver Bullet, or that was a novella. No, that's a different one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't think. I actually, I was in the bookstore over the weekend and I was thumbing through it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can never talk about it. That's right. Um, yeah. So I, I agree. I think, I think a five is good. I feel like once you get above five, you're talking about like actual, yeah, yeah. filmic value, and which this, there's this not. has zero. Right. Uh, so it's a flat five. Yeah. It, it didn't. I don't feel like my time is wasted by this movie in the way that I maybe did with like Golden Years or something. Yeah. Oh, what a slog. Yeah, it was rough. Perfect for Mark Henley to talk about. <laughs> he loves when things are too long. <laughs> um, and that's it. They'll, right? they'll do it. They'll put a pin in uh, Corn Kids too. Yeah. Uh, got plenty more Corn Kids action coming oh. up around the bend. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited for those. But what are what are we doing next week? Next week is. The dark half. The dark half. We did that one. Yeah. Yeah, we recorded that one a while ago. Yeah, we did. Uh, really with, ruining uh, With Mike Levine. That's right. A name I will mispronounce at the beginning of the episode. But you know it now. I know it now. Yeah. I sure shit know it now. <laughs> uh, he's going to give me he's gonna give me some grief for it, as he should. Yeah. He's probably goddamn sick of people doing that. He's yeah. one of my, uh, someone I only knew through, like, online interaction, so I never heard it. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was hooked on his phonics. Unfortunately, yeah. I, actually, I th- well, that was a lot of fun to do. We we it actually that pr- was a road trip. It was yeah. We drove up to fucking Yonkers. Yeah, we drove to what was it 
uh, Sarah Lawrence? Yeah, we went to Sarah Lawrence College where Mike was uh, teaching Bro. teaching a summer College program. College girls. Co-eds, baby. Lusty and busty. That's right. Actually, weirdly, he was like sharing that room with like a family or something. I don't know yeah, what It's the, the middle was. of the summer. There were no college students Right, there. yeah. So like, I guess like, I don't know if they were involved, like maybe the, te- the parents were professors or something. something. I don't know what the deal was, but his roommates was a family. Yeah. Uh, they were very nice. Yeah. Um, respectful. Respectful of our, our loud. Yeah. Also, heads up, sound quality on that one, not as good as usual. Yeah. Because we were in a dorm room where everything is made of concrete and linoleum. Everything is made of echoes. Everything, yeah, everything is basically made of sound trampoline. Yeah. Uh, so it just bounced and bounced and bounced. Uh, so the dark half will be next week with yeah. Mike Levine. But that was it. it was is a, it pronounced Levine or Levine? <laughs> was a, an attempted callback to the machete thing. Yeah. Uh, but there aren't enough of the same <laughs> sounds. Uh, that that was a fun episode though. That that one's good. Oh, that one is fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that movie's wacky. Yeah. Definitely. That, yeah. And there, there's oh, like fuck. a lot I, of king tropes in it too. Yeah. It, it was dense. We got our we got our evil twin and stuff, yeah. and it's it's you, good. You get your money's worth. You really do. So. Um, we're going to look forward to that since we don't have to record an episode for next <laughs> week. And uh, I guess until then, yeah. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. Stephen King. King. Feel better, Rob. Under the outdoor with the steamboats, ancient goblins, and what I love.